This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. In late January, a handful of unlikely Wall Street stocks began to skyrocket in value. It has led to big market volatility, and that will be the subject of a special meeting tomorrow with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and other government regulators. As Paul Solomon reports, the spike in these stocks was driven by an unconventional group of traders who banded together on a buying spree, determined to take on the market for their own reasons. It is the latest in our economic series, Making Sense. The frenzy. Now, obviously, this thesis is based largely on the fundamentals. Internet chatters hyping and buying stock in seemingly moribund companies. And you're right. It doesn't make any sense at all. AMC, Bed Bath & Beyond, and above all, GameStop. Crazy? And we're not as dumb as, as everyone thinks we are. We know what we're looking for. It's the regular Joe's versus Wall Street. Joe's using the free app Robinhood to buy GameStop, a money-losing brick-and-mortar monger of video game discs that seems obsolete now that games are bought and downloaded online. And yet, the stock skyrocketed last month. We're going to try to explain what's been happening with Alex Emus from the University of Chicago Business School and my grandson, Joe Viola, 17. Uh, So Alex, set the scene for us. What's been going on? There's people on this platform called Reddit who decided to buy up a lot of this stock, a lot of shares, partly because hedge funds on Wall Street started short selling it. Okay, before we get into that, Joe, so I remember taking you to GameStop when you were younger to buy you video games has kind of nostalgic appeal. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people my age and a little bit older grew up with GameStop. And I'm seeing a lot of people on platforms such as Reddit who are saying, bye, 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 and GameStop. Two reasons. One, to make money. And the other was to stick it to the rich elite of the hedge funds. The hedge funds that have been betting against retro GameStop by shorting its stock, that is. Now, in keeping with the retro theme, Alex suggested a retro product to visualize short selling. So here I've got an iPod, which I scrounged from somewhere in my basement. Right. So an iPod's kind of like GameStop. It was very popular in the 2000s. And, you know, it's a bit obsolete because, you know, everybody's got music on their cell phones. So how do you short sell an iPod? So let's say I'm a hedge fund and I think that the iPod is worth less than what it's being currently sold for. I go to you, Paul, and I say, can I borrow your iPod? So what I do is I sell the iPod that I just borrowed from you and then buy it back for the future price. So if the price goes down, I make money because I'm basically getting the difference between that. You just want me to lend it to you? I'm going to borrow your iPod and I promise I'm going to give you a little bit extra money whenever I return it. And to promise contractually to return my iPod by a certain date or whenever I ask for it back. So now you get wind of this short selling, Joe, and what do you do? Oh, okay. I grew up with this product. It's got a certain nostalgic value. So I'm going to tell lots of my friends on social media, maybe Reddit, to go out and buy iPods so we can all get in on the trend. What happens to you, the hedge fund, Alex? So because I am betting that the price is actually going to go down in the future, if it ends up going up, I end up losing money because I have to buy it for more than what I sold it for initially. And as you buy it, 
you're driving up the price even higher. Exactly. And that's what happened with GameStop. $18 a share just last month. My grandson bought one share last Wednesday. And at what price? $293. I want to point out that I did not advise on this trade. I'm thinking that as more people are saying on social media that they're going to buy, the value is going to go extremely high. As well as that, I want to continue to stick it to the man, these people in Wall Street who have been running everything. And sure enough, out on the street... I think it's great that rich people are losing money uh, because capitalism is destroying this world. I look at the whole GameStop thing with the stocks as a revenge of the nerds kind of uh, attack. This is one of the most complex attempts to coordinate on a single strategy that I, I think we've ever seen. A sort of people's hedge fund, says Emus, coordinating on the Reddit forum Wall Street Bets, urging one another to buy with rocket ship emojis. Which is to say, look, this asset is going to keep going up, so everybody should buy. And to hold with diamond hands. We are not going to break. We are going to keep the price up. And there's even a buy and hold sea shanty. With diamond hands, they knew they'd profit if they could only hold. <gasps> but hold on. Most Wall Street hedge funds aren't short sellers. They bet on stocks going up. And in this case, some hedge funds have actually profited hugely from the so-called revenge of the nerds. As have Robinhood's paying customers, big investors, many of them hedge funds, who buy information from Robinhood about what people there are trading. As for short sellers, are they bad actors? Sure, they bet against apparent losers like GameStop, but also against frauds like the infamous Enron, which short sellers helped take down nearly 20 years ago by exposing its phony accounting. Financial analyst James Early. Short sellers, they find the bad stuff, the dirty stuff, the frauds, the scams. They protect investors. Which brings us back to the Reddit flash mob. One day when the trading is done, we'll take our gains and go. Yes, they successfully ran up GameStop stock price, which squeezed the short sellers. But this is also incredibly risky because people in the community can start selling GameStop because, for example, they think it's overvalued and the price is going to start going down. And the people who bought at the height of this thing are going to end up holding the bag. This past weekend, I put two last questions to grandson Joe until GameStop, a remarkably savvy investor. When are you going to get out? I was initially going to get out at $1,000 a share. However, I've revised it to $400 a share after it hasn't soared as much as quickly as I thought it would. 293 is what you spent. Let's say it goes back to $18 a share. How are you going to feel? I'm going to be honest with you. I will be pretty disappointed. However, I'll also be fairly happy that I was able to partake in such a historical time in investing and was able to be a part of this movement. This afternoon, GameStop closed at 93. For the PBS NewsHour, Paul Salman.